Oh, here we go. Banjo music. Banjo hey. music. Not me, though, Gary. Yeah. It's another episode of the Gary and Mark Show, and I'm Gary. And I am Mark. And we're coming to you. We're we're not live, but... We are alive, Gary. We're alive. And we're somewhere we never... You've been here. I've not been here. Well, yeah, and we got somebody here in the middle we're right. going to talk to, uh... And uh, that would be John Delloy, but we'll get to him in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good to be here. And you'll tell us all about yeah. that in just a second. So, Gary, it's been a long time since we've had a February. Podcast. That's right. And now it's like July. Yeah. That's it, a long time. It doesn't feel like February. No, it doesn't. And, but, you know, and I just listened to our last podcast. Remember what we said? We're darn good. We did? We, yeah, we had a good show. Oh, we did. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. See, my memory's going, but that's good. <laughs> that's right. That's so, good. Well, this is number 58, I can tell you that much. 58. And we're actually in our fifth season. Fifth season. That's pretty amazing. It is. Most people gave us one show. Who would those people be? Your wife. Yeah, well, okay. Other people. But yeah. But so, here, you know, she wanted me to stick lady. with the phone recorder, didn't want yeah. me to spend any money, but we spent it anyhow. Yeah. Money we didn't have. And here we are. And uh, John may not know this, but you know we're when we're not here on the road, we're down in Watershed. We are. What's the state of things going on in Watershed these days? Do you know? I you know? I I know it's hot. I know, I know it's hot, and that and I don't know what's going on at the campus. I uh, you know I don't know, but it's almost middle of summer. Yeah, that means what's coming up next? Fall. Yeah. Back to school. Oh yeah, school. Our university. I don't know if you right, and we do have the the Gary and Mark podcasting university. That's right. I don't know if you knew that. Or I not. did not know this. Well, yeah. you, you shouldn't roll because I'm sure you. I'm I, very I know excited. Your, your great wife was saying she went to Duke, but well, this is this is better than Duke this in that better. it's it's this free. Is, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to jump up right now. Should I, can I go and sign up real quick? And you, you know, you, what? you might be <laughs> and then, surprised. And then come back. You might. <laughs> you could sign up on your phone and graduate before you leave here. This is how yeah. quickly we give diplomas. <laughs> and <out>. uh, <laughs> and and you don't have any school debt. I, that's true. That's, that's but a, you know what? A we, real we, positive thing. I made a big mistake on our last show. We had our, not our first listener. But we had someone from Australia sending real money in yeah. U.S. dollars, wanting to buy a couple of our stickers. And speaking of which, friends and neighbors, if you want to send us some money. That's right. You can do that. You can do that. We, we will accept that. Garyandmark.com. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah. But this, we made this person, Robin Dunn, the president of our Australian fan club. Yeah. But I kept referring to Robin Dunn, stupidly, as a she. Yeah. But Robin Dunn is a he and always has been he. Yeah. Not anything changed yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So I wanted to apologize to Robin Dunn, Mr. Robin Dunn from Mr. Somewhere Robin Dunn from who Australia. Is still our president of the Australian Fan Club. Yeah. Okay. Should have known better. My brother is named Robin. I gotcha. should have known. Was that, was that water spinning the correct direction for oh, I, this little, yeah, yeah, little I don't know. good good no, point? No, no. Was it clothes no. or was it? We've got some which, Fiji which water. We could, was call, that? we could call Robin right now <laughs> and ask him to flush. That's and right. And tell oh, us that water down there, which, right. way, which way it's going. <laughs> okay, good. But we're well, not going to do that. Not going to. Not, we're, we're not going to do that because we have our show today. We have someone here who... Uh, I've known for not quite 20 years, That's right? but this is John Delaloy, and all right. thank you. 
There's a big crowd for John. There it is. We don't usually all get, keep we don't, it quiet. Yes, they didn't even clap when we came on. There. No, no. no but, but when John comes on, they did. And and mm. we're here on site at Diamond Brand Gear in Fletcher, North Carolina, where John is the guy in charge. And Diamond Brand has been around. Since 1883. In well, I wrote that. I have, I have 1881. Eight year one, 81. In, in several forms, it has been around, but it's been in our neck of the woods down here since 42. I did not realize it was somewhere else first. Well, well, first it was the, was it first Philadelphia? Well, you better ask Fur and Feathers. Fur, fur and Feather. And then it was New York Drop Cloth Company. Oh, really? And when it moved down here, it was still actually the New York Drop Cloth Company, but it the diamond brand part, they uh, nineteen forty two primarily they were making canvas for stretchers, mm-hmm. really for the war. Yeah, for the war. And if you, you keep, I'm not sure we have listeners that are on the podcast, and some are watching on YouTube. But there's actually behind Gary over there, probably a pretty old sewing machine. It actually, looks like it still works. Yeah, that's actually a a cam tacker. Don't know so what that is. It, and I wish it worked. It doesn't work, doesn't, unfortunately, no. because it is um, uh, it is hard to find um, parts for it. Um, so that's the old traditional mechanical tacker, and a lot of them now are electronic. They're made by Brother or Juki or someone else. So, but it is. We have seen them in use recently. We saw them at Filson in Seattle. Ah. Um, and but we like it because of its its components and how it looks as a machine. It's a kind of a fun thing to look at. Well, and so Gary. And John have a long history together. We do. Y'all have worked together for we decades. We do. He, he came on, when was it 05? When, when he came to Diamond Brand. I'd been there, I was 89, I'd been there for a, since 83. He shows up in 05. And by that time, we'd moved from our original site in Naples mm-hmm. up into Arden. Technically, we were right across the county line. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, That's where we were for years. Right. And in those days, all the camps could go. There was a retail store as well there. It's not just manufacturing. But I guess what we want to hear about now is what you're doing now with Diamond Brand Gear. Yeah. I hope you all are going to help me. Tell me what we're doing. Well, but, we went through the factory tour with your yeah. dear wife. Well, that's great. It, it was impressive. Yeah. I mean, so, really cool stuff back there. And I want to say, first, the old Scout tent fabric this thing of making wood carriers and all these little packs that's those are great those look really nice thank you but and of course i had as a boy scout a yucca pack i probably bought it in 19 or my parents bought it at gershman's Hmm. where broadway smart shop and where broadway st Clair and smart shoppers meet in frankfort (laughs) kentucky i thought it was in new york city in 1961 (laughs) well i bought a yucca pack and it was probably sewn at the naples probably so probably so yeah yeah so now we're we're primarily focused on making canvas tents um and we have made other outdoor gear in the past and a lot of that has moved overseas and it's fairly difficult to compete with labor rates in the uh, in the kind of the smaller tent or uh, backpack world, and there are some folks with great brands and great designs, and they're doing a really good job. It would be uh, tough for us, I think, to compete. But where we are a leader, I think, and and where we do compete well is in the the large canvas wall tent. 
Which are used by whom? Which would be used by summer camps. They'd be used by uh, campgrounds, camping uh, groups. They might be used by hospitality groups now that are uh, renting um, tents as as an overnight stay or potentially a week-long stay. Um, Sort of, you know, the term that everyone, you know, sort of has uh, their own reaction to, which is glamping, um, glamorous camping. Um, And no one's found a better term. Uh, but it's a good term in the sense that it is a, a campsite that is essentially set up for you, that you can come to with no gear uh, unless you have gear for hiking or doing things while you're there. But you don't have to focus at all on setting up your campsite and, and getting out into some, some nice spots, some places that are close to national parks, some places that are close to the outdoors out here in Asheville. There are certain, some places, certainly. So they allow people to sort of come, potentially just drive up, check in, and they're essentially, you know, outside in a tent. I've I've kind of heard it referred to as safari, mm-hmm. kind of you know the idea. It's but it's right. Yeah, you, know, you you've got a platform. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. not on the dirt, and some of them have windows with screens. Oh, yeah. in them. we saw some outside. Yeah, windows with screens. That you know the the more recent trends are toward a, a private bathroom. Really? In a tent, in the tent? Uh, a meaning private, like a porta potty inside uh, your tent? something. Exactly. Some some people have that expectation, and and uh, Gary just uses a jar outside his tent or inside a tent, throws it out. Actually, yes, I was doing that last year when our sewer line was out. But that's we <laughs> don't need story. to go there. Now I'm not sure mechanically exactly what some of these toilets are and how they're set up. They could be very rudimentary. So how many years, John, have but, you had this? The gear part of this? Uh, the gear part um, I've had since 2015, so about okay. eight years. So were you doing glamping tents at that time, too? We were. Okay, we so were. A lot that. of them, were, though, were going more towards summer camp. And and we've been a, a big partner for the Boy Scouts in their summer camps and, and their outdoor operations through this, you know, mostly which were in the summertime. Uh, for a long time. I mean, that relationship yeah, goes that, back to the 30s, I think. It goes back. I remember Arnold Kemp, who uh, was a, that he would have been the second generation, right, of the founders, mm-hmm. talked about they. his father, Dave, had bought all these surplus tents from World War One that said USA on them, and they were able to kind of stencil the <laughs> U, make it more of a B. So BSA and they hey, <laughs> and so yeah, they, that's right. So so you still do scout tents, boy yeah. scout tents. We still do, but they they get used by a lot of of people, and we're trying to stay. You know, we're trying to do. We've done some some newer designs in the last couple of years, where we're trying to make them more flexible, more usable for folks, maybe in their backyard, maybe on property they own. Uh, we still love the idea of making a tent, which which to us means it's not a permanent structure. Um, we believe folks should be able to set the tents up themselves. Uh, some might require them to have a few friends with them, but uh, we still prefer that, and we still prefer that they be uh, temporary in a sense, that they could still be picked up and moved. And all of these tents that you have on the floor and in the tin yard, mm-hmm. are they made back here in your they facility? Are. They are. Which is huge. I mean, how many square feet is that? Uh, all total, it's about 60,000 square feet. Oh, gosh. Um, and... and a lot of we have a lot of sewing space per sewer because the tents to move them efficiently and and ergonomically and and keep them from being a big burden to someone as they're sewing them we need a lot of table space and other things that they can move the tents mm-hmm. they'll they'll slide and flow a lot more freely 
Um, so we need room for, for where all that fabric is while it's being sewed. So most of your fabrics are canvas, or are you still using any nylon? Canvas, um, mostly canvas. Um, we do a little bit with polyester, but and as far as you know, we're asking about what we're trying to do, um, we think right now uh, we want to carry the mantle of being the most sustainable tent makers on the planet. And so we, we are shifting a lot of our focus on our fabrics and their coatings and other things to more eco-friendly and more sustainable materials. Um, we've done some projects with folks at, uh, at uh, Chapel Hill, some folks at Duke um, and NC State prior to that. And we've been looking a lot at how long do tents last? What are they made of? What was the process involved with making the fabric in that material? Um, and it's all super, we understand the issues pretty well. And it's kind of fun to be thinking about it because as you can kind of see and have, have mentioned, tents take, they use a lot of fabric. Yeah. And if they get thrown away and um, after their end of life, they're going to sit in a landfill for a while, especially if they're made of a synthetic material. And so we were shown by your dear wife, this newer line, I forgot what it's called, but where you're mm-hmm. taking all these old pieces and mm-hmm. tell us about that. This was that was impressive. So we we created a couple of years ago to to try to mitigate some of this tent waste. Um, that tents, when they get to the end of their lives, um, are are sent back to us. We call this the the tent the revival program. There's a little play on words there with the tent revival. I was raised Baptist. I can get (laughs) get into it. But it it sort of fits. Um, And so we we call it our revival program. So we encourage folks to send tents back to us when they think they're at the end of their lives. And we will take them, clean them, uh, recondition them, and then use that fabric to um, to sew gear, to sew bags. Um, we do some uh, utensil roll. We do some larger duffel bags. We do some uh, messenger bags, some packs, some simple backpacks. Um, and that way that material doesn't go to, to the landfill to just sit for, you know, who knows. Are those long. already on the market? They're on the market. And what we do a lot with is we'll, um, to encourage folks to participate in the program, we'll send them back some of the things that we're able to make from them, from their tents. So they ship them to us, and we give them things of value that they can sell, use, give uh, to other folks in their programs. There's really a unique look to them. I have to get a picture of them before we leave. Yeah, yeah. Get them well, off your website yeah. or something because you don't see it. It's like a patchwork, many of them of different. Well, it's nice of you to say. And, and the fabric is, you know, is different ages. It's, um, you know, they've been in different environments. They come back from who knows how they were treated kind of and, and used and cared for. So it's a lot of variety, even in the shade of the, the pearl gray, which is the lighter green, you know, color that we tend to use. It also comes back with a really nice hand in that a lot of the, the, the fabric is almost worn in like an old pair of jeans. And so it's a different feel. And a lot of the coatings that were put on the tent in order for, uh, to help it repel water to, uh, you know, it's flame retardancy, it's mildew inhibitor. Those kind of things are all essentially long gone. So it's just a nice piece of old cloth. Have it's you, like having an old friend. That's right. <laughs> an I mean, old, they felt like that. And you know, too, I think of the, uh, tradition of quilting. It, it reminds me a lot of quilting. And, of course, quilting, a long time ago, it, it was more a necessity mm-hmm. than art. I mean, art, it was 
you didn't throw anything away. Right. So. They right. looked like quilts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, The yeah. things we saw, yeah. Yeah, they're great looking. Well, and what we do is, is, is not, you know, it's not something we invented. We, we like right. to really be in dialogue with the past, and there's a, there's a strong part of that that's quilting. There's a strong part of it that is based on Japanese boro, uh, B-O-R-O, boro, boro, which is there, if you've seen indigo, um, uh, any indigo clothing and things from that, that, that's older, you might see it that it will have patches that it will have been repaired or patched back together with fabric that they did save because so, fabric was so hard to come by. Yeah. So they'd yeah. have the article of clothing. It would wear out a little bit. They would then patch it with the little bit of fabric that they had. So we love that tradition. It's a great sensibility. There are other things tied to it that we think the, you know, if we can continue to do that, um, that we're, we're making some, some positive contributions. So we could, is this where we mention you can visit uh, Diamond Brand Gear website? Okay. What, what yeah. is the website Diamond, URL? Uh, diamondbrandgear.com. We'll put that on our yeah. – Well, I appreciate Both that. in the you know, podcast version. They can see it in the notes below or on yeah, YouTube. Yeah. We'll run it across yeah. across the video. And but, we'll – how about this? We'll give a, a, a new announcement just for your – podcast listeners and viewers okay I'm you're gonna hear it here <laughs> but are you ready do, do we need the toilet or the applause <laughs> i don't know this is this is big okay oh. there, there have been rumors of this but but i'm gonna go out on a limb okay. so um folks will um by the end of the summer be able to come buy diamond brand gear in yeah. fletcher and shop <gasps> and potentially look at tents and see what they want so they can see what the options are before they buy well, that is good because and prior to this, they have to just go online and correct, look at pictures. Correct, correct. So. And we we would do tours almost by appointment and one off. So we won't be, uh, you know, we're not going to be a wide open store that's open, you know, six seven days a week. We'll be open a few hours a day, uh-huh. uh, so folks can look toward our website or look to our social media or yours in the future, and we can talk about when we might have times where folks can come over and shop and buy some revival things that they'd like or they can there we go they're coming from the factory. that's right so um speaking of social do we have any social media gary do we have any social media do we so, yeah do we saying they can yeah. look on our social media oh well <laughs> we got, i think gary the podcast and, is social media well that's true yeah. okay, I, th- I think so we, we have some you can check that box yeah yeah, yeah okay good so right. so we will be in, toward the end of okay. the summer and we will not be an outdoor retailer so we will not carry uh, any brands but okay our brand things that we yeah. have made here uh, we may have some repair um, things that we help that fit with our sustainability uh, support so that if folks need to repair um, some of their things, we're going to facilitate that and make some things helpful. We also partner with someone for wood-burning stoves and some other things yeah. that will enhance kind of the, the wall tent experience. So like your frames on your wall tents right where do they come from the frames you don't manufacture those here uh, interestingly enough mark we um the last set we did which is where our the frame is is branded the orion frame we did um uh, we just created our new one called the orion 2 uh, and shipped that to camps this summer and it is made in hendersonville uh, North at, Carolina at Buyers mm-hmm. Buyers Machining, I think right. it is. How about that? Um, they do a great job. They have been great partners and super helpful to us. So I'll give a little shout out to them. But the um, we designed it, and we used to have it made um, in other places, and we've imported some from China. Believe it or not, which we don't like to do, but um, with COVID and supply chain issues, we we needed to 
I mean, we, we folks need a frame to set up a tent typically. So um, it's hard to do one without the, the body other, so. needs a skeleton. So, That's right. So, yeah. so, XO or internal. It doesn't but, matter. I gotta but, have one somewhere, but we, I think we'll have a design now that we'll never have to do that again. And, and so we'll source the tubing here, uh, which will be steel or aluminum. And we'll have the brackets and the other components made in Hendersonville. And we'll, we'll have a frame kit. And, and for those folks who don't know, Hendersonville, North Carolina <laughs> is, you know, let's see how far, about eight miles away, about eight, miles eight away. or nine miles away. And home of Gary and Barbara Evelyn. Well, too. and if you come to <laughs> Hendersonville in the Fletcher area, I mean, wonderful places to go eat and have beer. So be, you could come over here and pick out your pack in your tent and then you could go have a beer. Or your beverage of choice. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. We have Absolutely. Fiji water right here. Fiji water. They're serving to us anyhow. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So uh, two things, like on the tents you sell to the Boy Scouts. Yes. Is it still stamped with diamond brand gear or does it not say any of that kind of stuff on there? It is all branded diamond brand gear now. Cool. Um, there was a period up until a long period, I should say, up until 2019. Oh where we essentially contract manufactured uh, tents for them. So they were built to the Boy Scout specifications. Uh, they made a lot of the design choices, um, and we would make their tents. And when I say they made the choices, they would say, keep making it the same way mm-hmm. we always have. And that just sort of put us in a weird spot. And it, we, we, uh, it, by selling, we were actually selling to their uh, distributor, to their central purchasing group. And so we have very little interaction with, people in camp and people at councils that were actually putting on the programs. So we made a change in 2019 that we could talk directly to them and sell directly to them so that we could improve tents, change the design and, and do it all with, with their input because they're the ones using them all the time. Some of these scout tents, do they come in different sizes for they wall do. tents? Okay, they so. do. Smallest is a seven foot by nine foot tent, which is a, it's historically been or traditionally been for two scouts to use um then a mid-sized tent would be like a 90 99 foot by nine foot and that is um we're finding a little more popularity there that they mm-hmm. want a little more space and and some of the the states are requiring a little bit more space for each each camper um from a from a regulatory standpoint and then we do a staff tent which is 10 feet by 12 feet um and uh, a big big staff tent group tent that's 12 feet by 16 feet you've never gotten in, into the like uh circus type not that big but i mean like 30 foot long tents or anything we haven't there are a couple reasons the main reason why is that production process is different mm-hmm. um, because of the weight of those tents and the size and mm-hmm. where you, how you need to move them around the factory the factory would be set up very differently um to just make that something that that people could yeah. do uh, the other reason now that's really i think very important to us too is those tents tend to be made out of pvc and other materials that we just want to shy away from and, and we don't think they're great solutions so um there's just not there's not a lot good about what goes into them and they're made to be used as rentals in a lot of cases mm-hmm. go up um they take a crew to set up yeah. um, crane you know, they're not elephants yeah. or something yeah. that's a big effort we don't you know we don't really go down that path because we so we couldn't just ship it to someone and and have them set it up right. it, it's they're they're too big too heavy um and and potentially dangerous if they're not set up correctly or even if they are things can go wrong I mean, <laughs> even if they secret, are something yeah. could go wrong that's correct so not to get any secrets from you because we got you know six or seven listeners okay but you've got to be looking in the future i'm sure so are you 
and don't give us tell us what you're doing but are mm-hmm. you thinking ahead like what's the next thing you might have to come up with um well it, it, you know i think it's it's how do we make tents more user-friendly uh, don't give away oh we're, you know these other companies are listening to our podcast because we are what do you call that gary you had a word for it. influencers we're no, influencers. we are in, we, we are influencers. influencers right so or we're correct. under the influence there could be something. 10 correct manufacturers yeah. listening in right now well, you, i'm sure with my with my audience and following i'm, I'm sure it's the, gonna i think it's gonna go. really it's gonna take things up a notch are, well, you, are you ready for that it doesn't take yeah. a lot to go up yeah. a notch for yeah. us right. though, okay, okay. well you might be seeing a lot more folks coming because of, of my social media, my that social media followers. I bet you do. Um, yeah, I saw your blog on the website. <laughs> the blog's pretty good, actually, if you read that. And, and uh, we did a lot of work last summer around sustainability. Um, so there's some some really good information there about kind of what we were looking at. A lot of it was written by um, an intern that we had who was uh, uh, in the master's program at Duke on in the environmental uh, studies uh, school there. Now, are you so, a Duke graduate? I am Susie not. is. No, okay, no, she, so, she's yes. Northwest. That's correct. Okay. Yeah, Simon. Yeah, yeah a little controversy okay. in the news. We probably shouldn't <laughs> talk about Northwestern right now. I'm, but, not, uh, I'm, not, oh, I'm not. Oh, that's right. We won't bring that up. No, yeah. I want to hear we, about we that. We have a little, uh, we're, we're, yeah, in the news for the wrong sports. reasons right now. Yeah. So That's always sports. Right, yeah. right. Almost. So, um, but, uh, so I don't, but I, we also have a son at, at Carolina, Chapel Hill, um, who's a junior. So we're, we've covered both sides of, uh, well, <laughs> two, two of the three, I should say, maybe if you would throw a state in there. So we've got two covered. Good covered. <laughs> but. And uh, so, yeah, so fortunately, um, you know, I would, I'll support Susie and I'll support Joseph, who's my son, when, when it's, <laughs> when their teams are, and I stay out of it when they're playing each other. That's good. That's always good. <laughs> I get where I don't even turn it on. I don't want to know till it's over. Well. And then if my team won, then mm-hmm. I'll look at the refund, replay or something. Sure. Well, college sure. basketball in this state, it's religion. So it is. Right. It don't is. Don't want to get in arguments. Yeah, there's people from Australia may not realize that. Right. but uh, And we do have, John, true story. We have listeners from like 50 countries, if you look I, at our stats. And um, yeah, it is amazing. And we, last time I was listening to our podcast, I told you the last one, when I we were here last time, months ago, we were 31 for comedy in Croatia, and that was no lie, because I get this little report where we're ranking in the charts. That, that tells you That's what's fantastic. going on in Croatia, <laughs> I mean, if we're rank 31. And we were, maybe it was 30, we <laughs> weren't Croatia. sure if there was 31 podcast total, or 30 was it, I and we were the last one, or maybe there's 6,000, and we we're up at the top. Giving a shout out to the Croatians. That's hey. nice. And n- n- nothing wrong with you Serbs or Albanians no. or uh, no, no. all you other... That's right. We used to be part of Yugoslavia. That's, we like that's right. all of you. Yeah, we do. We do. And we have folks, we have some Moldovans that, that work here as well as some uh, Ukrainians. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And the Moldovans go back. That was Ray at Kanuga mm-hmm. who used to go help. And that's when they first started coming over here. Yeah. That's a, and they're, they're such good people. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I do a thing every two weeks, which I is become one of my favorite things to do which is i have lunch with four or five employees at a time um and it's during their lunch period which is 10 30 till uh in the morning till 11 and they're willing to give up their lunch once every couple of months to to join in with a group conversation and we provide sandwiches and we we sort of get to know each other a little better and the, the agenda is they can talk about whatever they would like to talk about and that can be personal things outside of work it can be inside of work it doesn't matter. And what we started doing, um, gosh, within the last year, which has been a huge help, is we, we bring in translators. 
for those launches. So if folks are not, if English is a second language, if they, or if they don't speak much English, we can have a conversation. And, um, you know, communication is key. Everybody talks about how we all need to communicate better, but you're not going to communicate very well with folks if you, you can't understand what they're saying. And she was wearing this cool little chains that had these, mm-hmm. you know, creed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that? I thought it was great. Uh, so, our, so our mantra, um, which is we boil down to know, sow, and grow. That's right. Um, so we, we pride ourselves on trying to encourage folks to have the knowledge of kind of what's important to us in our business, who our customers are, who our key vendors are, uh, what our processes are, that kind of, what our products are, how they work. Um, and then sewing is, is essentially the heart of what we do. So we're in kind of some, some way we're joining fabric. It may not always be sewing. It might be welding or it might be some other process, but we're essentially making things out of fabric. Um, and then growing is, is personal growth is a big, big priority to us. So, um, and that can be in a lot of, of different ways. It can be if someone's pursuing some education outside of work, if they're doing something inside of work, if they're trying to take on a new, uh, thing and they want to learn more about it, we want to support that. So I don't want people just to be here, uh, to be stagnant. And it's one of the things that I can't sort of accept in my life. I have to, and probably I go too far to the other extreme, which I want to be changing all the time. So, um, but it's, it's that growth of just let's experience it, let's understand it. And I think part of the communication thing and having folks from other countries, and, and we do this with Spanish translators too, by the way, and we've done Spanish translating a lot longer than we have uh, for some of the European, um, you know, the Eastern European countries and other places. So very, uh, but amazing when you actually hear what they're saying. They, they're funny. Yeah. They're, they, you know, they're heartfelt. Um, they're thoughtful. Um, you know, you learn a lot more about what, you know, what uh, is important to them. Um, definitely one of the things that's come out quite a bit is family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's been, you know, a real treat to learn more about that. And how many, how many employees do you have? Right now we're, we're right around 50 employees. That's impressive. Um, and it, it ebbs and flows a little bit based on we're still, while we make our tents and some of these revival products and other things that are really our brand that we're trying to get back into the outdoor uh, industry again, uh, we still do some contract work for other people too. Do you do, do any day packs still, any of that kind of stuff? Or Not much on the, on the Mostly tents. Mm-hmm. Mostly tents. So we, we do a, a beach shade for, for oh, a company okay. in North Carolina. We do a, um, a golf simulator, the, the actual you know the actual screen and really? curtains that folks use to hit the golf balls into. Their, you know, the, the golf course and whatnot is projected from a, from a projector onto the screen. We do some um, other uh, what we call kind of niche military work for folks that have military contracts or specific designs um, that make sense for us to go ahead and make for them uh, because those are those have to be made in the United States. So, um, but they're all very close to a tent. They're a shelter or a cover, uh, or we make some litters, which are also a stretcher, which yeah. is kind of what goes you know mm-hmm. sort of it was there. Now we're we're back around to yeah. it. Um, so. Lots of those kind of things where they make a lot of sense and we can help some folks out. And some of those folks have been customers of ours for quite a long time. And, um, you know, we, we have fairly open, um, uh, trusting relationships with our, with our customers. We like to share. We like to know what's going on. We, we really want to keep them in the loop in terms of what's happening with their products. All right. Well, we... Probably need to wrap this up yep. near Gary's uh, bedtime. But uh, I've before got we so go, much more. Yeah, we'll, we'll be, I bet that we could come back for another time. I we bet we even could. Talk about we we could go out in the fall when it's not so that's right. blasted hot. But goes, Gary? Yeah? 
You recognize this music? I do recognize this What's music. What's this mean, Gary? Pomp and circumstance. What does that mean? That means I think someone's going to earn a diploma. And he's just talking about actually signing up. Yeah. But does John have to do that? No, he's already. Look here. Gary will be making the the actual presentation. The presentation. Okay. Gosh, this comes with an award. Yeah, looky here. A BS in podcasting. Yep. Yeah. And honorary BS and extra honors. Oh, extra okay. honors. He's and uh, it also talks on there how you can help with tuition and you know sending unmarked yes. bills, PayPal. We, yes. But you, John Delloy, as of July 12, 2023. That's today. I that's think. today. Here is your diploma. BS. How about that? Yeah. It's amazing. We are, we we are amazing. Yeah. And you know, this university I, says established in 2019. That gives us some credibility. It does. It, sure and does. And it look didn't what, sound a whole lot when we started in 2019. It sure does. What, look what's included in this. You get a GMPU oh. sticker yep. and a Rabbit Island membership. Membership. Exclusive Rabbit Island. You may not know what Rabbit Island is. Well, Rabbit sure. Island, sure that's a very exclusive very exclusive to be a rabbit island. It not is. everybody gets that. It it's okay. so exclusive. Okay. We're not going to tell people any more about it. But. Well, we need to wrap up, <laughs> All right, Gary. So we, we ought to thank our sponsors. But you know yeah. what, Gary, before we thank our sponsors, they've been our sponsors for like four years. Yeah. I think their sponsorship has it's, run out. I think you and I are sponsoring Oh, okay. Us. okay. okay. But okay. we will think... The one that you always mess up the wording, so I love that. The Saluda. The, Saluda. Oh, man. What is it? The Big big Eddie's. Green River. Green River. Beer joint. Beer tap. Like that. Tap room at Salute Outfitters. That's right. In Saluda, North Carolina. They yeah. were original. They could probably use If you get the tent. name wrong, just go to Saluda. You'll find it. That's Green, right. <laughs> Green River Eddie's Tap Room. And bar and Grill. And bar grill. and Grill. That's they got great fries. They do. They yeah. do. We haven't been there in a while because no. we, we haven't done a podcast no. in a while. But, well, John, I want to thank you for being on our thank show. You, John. You're welcome. Thank you. And we'll, uh, My pleasure. We're going to, in a minute, we're going to push the off button make sure this actually recorded. Okay. I know, I know the video is, but sound wouldn't be very good over there. But uh, John Deloy. Thank Diamond you. brand Thank gear. You, Mark. Yeah. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Gary. Yeah, been fun. It's been fun. We used to have a closing. But I can't remember yeah, what it was. Well, it's been another great episode. There we go. Here we go. We'll see you soon. Yeah. That is a nice banjo. Not me. Boom, 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 boom.